three, two, one. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Jason's Journal Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Long, and let me first start off by saying thank you to all of you all who tuned in to our first episode, to everybody who left a review, if you've called, if you've sent messages about how you were blessed from the content from episode one. I really appreciate the love and the support that you all have shown. So thank you, thank you, thank you. I want to encourage those of you who will to go ahead and subscribe to this podcast so that you can be updated weekly as each new episode drops. So let's get into our topic for the day, y'all. Look, the other day I was looking at a video of my son's first steps. We were all celebrating him. We were cheering him on. We were happy because of this new milestone that he had made in his life. And he was about a year or so old when he began to walk. Now, the thing is, before we got to this moment of celebration, there were several moments where he observed everybody around him walking, but he couldn't walk because he hadn't yet progressed to that point. He made several attempts to do what he saw, but he was unsuccessful up until that moment that he finally walked. Now, as a father, I would be horrible if I punished him because of a process that he was in. Most of the world would even agree that it's ludicrous to punish a baby who hasn't been able to walk because he was still developing the strength and the comprehension necessary to walk. Yet there are so many people who struggle with seeing God as a father who understands and is with us in the moments where we have missteps. So for today's episode, I want to primarily deal with failure and our relationship with this word. What is your relationship like with failure? How do you feel when you fail? It's normal to to not like it. I mean, who really just likes to fail? But what shouldn't be normal when we fail at something are things like anxiety or depression or even the way many of us feel defeated after a moment of failure. Because those things actually stem from a wrong perspective of failure. One of the definitions of failure is to fall short of an intended goal. It can also be defined as an inability to perform a normal function. Now, we're often most acquainted with failure as a word that means deficient or incompetent. And so when we fail at something, we tend to make it a part of our identity. And we begin to build things on it, not realizing that when the identity of a failure becomes a foundation within us, everything we build on top of it is up for grabs and has the potential to topple over. There is a difference between failing and being a failure. You are not a failure just because you failed at certain things. When we begin to make failure our identity, we even start seeing life through the lens of failure. And so now any and every mistake that we make, anytime we have a moment of unsuccessfulness and anytime we miss the mark, we draw from this failure's identity and from this failure's mentality. And so all mistakes are now seen incorrectly and we never really find our footing because our perspective is skewed. 
Scripture tells us that we have to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. We can't change the way we see until we change the way we think. We can't change the way we see failure until we can change the way we think about and perceive failure. Whether you know it or not, you today are the sum of your thoughts and your decisions. Even if the circumstances around you have been negative, have been harsh, have been contentious, you can still decide what your life will look like. You can still decide peace where there is no peace. You can decide love where you feel no love. You can decide to have joy when the circumstances around you aren't joyful. But the decision to do something different than what you see and what you feel will start when you choose to change your perspective. Settle into the fact that you're going to fail at some things. Celebrate whenever you see success. But when you fail, that becomes a time to assess and to learn from the failure and then make decisions in the direction of seeing success the next time around. You have to ask yourself, what can I extract from this moment of failure? What can I pull out of this? What do I see about me that I didn't see before as a result of what I failed at? How can I adjust things in my life so that when I'm presented with this kind of moment again, I see progress, even if I'm not fully successful? Just like my son who needed about a year of observation, of development, him trying and even making mistakes only to have the patience of his parents with him in his process, we should perceive failure in the same light and we should know that God isn't expecting us to do everything perfectly in order for him to love us and to be with us. One of the reasons why we oftentimes feel defeated when we're unsuccessful at something is because we not only have the wrong perspective of failure, we also have the wrong perspective of God. God is not a tyrant who goes on a rampage every time we make a mistake. God is rather a loving father who walks with us on our journey in becoming more like him. Now, unfortunately, church folk have painted God out to be somebody that he ain't. I'll just say it like that. We, we approach him with this preconceived notion that if this isn't perfect, I'll be punished. If my marriage isn't perfect, will be punished. If my business isn't perfect, I'll be punished. If I don't do friendships perfectly, I'll be punished. And this punishment mentality usually stems from multiple places. It, it comes from trauma. It comes from incorrect teaching and doctrine. It can be a number of things, but God isn't punishing you because you failed at something. In Ephesians 4, the scripture talks about how Jesus left gifts or graces in the earth for his church so that the church will be edified or built up. But if we look in Ephesians 4 verses 12 and 13 in the King James Version, it uses the word perfecting or perfect when it comes to how the church will be developed. The Greek word perfect used in these verses is the word teleos, which speaks of growing up. It speaks of unfolding. It, it speaks of maturing. So essentially, one of the ways that we can translate Ephesians 4, 12 and 13 is this. And I'm going to paraphrase. Christ gave graces to specific people 
so that these gifts would be used to develop the church for the work of ministry and for the building up of the body of Christ until we all come into the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God into a mature person. Our issue is a wrong perspective of perfection. God is not out to punish you. More than anything, he is present to perfect you. He's present to mature, to develop, to build you up into something and somebody that you have yet to become. What are you becoming? What are you growing out of in order to grow into? What are you building that's in its becoming stage? Now, now hear this. This is not a license for us to be sloppy or irresponsible in the things that we embark upon. This is not a green light for you to do whatever you want to do and just fail because of lack of preparation or because of willful disobedience or ungrounded ambition. But it's an invitation for us to approach our endeavors with the spirit of excellence, knowing that it and we will be perfected as we pursue. What can you release off of your life today that's been a weight of perfectionism because of wrong perspective? Because the truth is this, practice doesn't make perfect, but practice does make progress. And your failures are moments that should be used to mature you so that consistent progress is being made. So I want to encourage you to see your past failures and possible future failures as moments of training and development that have the potential to lead you into becoming what you have been created to be. I hope this episode has been enlightening to you. And listen, if you found value in Jason's journal, do me a favor and subscribe to this podcast. And while you're there, if you're on Apple Podcast or any other major podcasting platforms where they have space for you to leave a review and rate us, please go ahead and do that for me. I would really, really, really appreciate it. You all can also find me on social media at I am Jason R. Long. And be sure to visit my website at IamJasonRLong.com. Thanks for tuning in. And as always, let's bring the kingdom. <laughs>